welcome to the Bear Ash Podcast. We're coming to you not live, but during a pretty desperate time. Yeah, this is uh, this is an international podcast where uh, one of us is in Virginia and the other one's in New York. So that's yeah. pretty much depending the whole on the route world. you take, though it's international. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're here despite the pandemic and the extinction level event that's taking place um all around the world where yes people people are dropping like flies from the flu <laughs> yeah i mean just just to be clear though I'm, I'm keeping about a meter away from my microphone you think that's contaminated already <laughs> i mean it could be did you rub no it one... with toilet paper and bleach and pasta <laughs> no one really knows <laughs> so yes the Bear Ash Podcast. We're here to, I wouldn't say celebrate Corona. Yeah, that would be inappropriate. Um, but at least laugh while we still can, while our lungs still work. <laughs> while our respiratory systems can still handle a good chuckle. We'd like to have a few laughs. Um, yeah. So because of that, we're trying to boost our immune system. You know, Chase, uh, you and I have families, and we really can't run the risk of them um, catching the virus and especially yeah. the children because they won't have any symptoms. Yeah, um, we won't even know. So yeah, it's sneaky like that. It wouldn't even affect them. So ninja virus, I think it's called. You know, we're trying to we're we're out here trying to find a cure, um, trying to boost our own immune system, and everyone else should be doing the same as much as you can. You know, of course, you've got the essentials: drink your water, take your vitamins. But you know, we're out here. We decided we better we better up things because um, yeah, it's headed some our extra way. Precautions tonight. I mean, today was really windy and it was just yeah. really ominous. I could feel the disease blowing in the air. <laughs> you could smell so, it almost. <laughs> so we've got uh, Corona-sized cigars. Yeah, a- actually, we decided to go an extra step and get extra Corona. Double oh, Corona. right, because <laughs> right because a regular Corona might not be quite enough to ward off yeah, the virus. So, so we're smoking a double Corona tonight. Um, now I'm also drinking a Corona beer, Ooh. which is I think where the outbreak occurred. Oh, um, I thought that it was just the that's the cure. Well, that's what it is. You know the the part the particles of coronavirus are in Corona beer, and so you have to drink it to develop an immunity to it. So I'm working with a 24 fluid ouncer, um, <laughs> and I've got another one just in case. <laughs> in case it starts flaring up on you. Now the only the only practical thing is I do have limes in the Corona, and I guess there's vitamin C in the limes. Right? There you go. I mean, yeah, that, that could help me a little bit. Yeah, and you can get lime scented hand sanitizer. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, we just don't want Lyme disease. Yeah, so you gotta. Because that'd watch be the out. next. That's when already you mix uh, the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your symptoms man. could come up like three years from now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you mix them both up. Yeah, I'm surprised no one. Uh, raided all the cigar shops in the area for the the long shutdown of the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people were just buying up uh, pasta and toilet paper to clean mm-hmm. up after they eat all that pasta. Yeah, eat, after they eat all that canned soup. Actually, one <laughs> funny thing: uh, I was at the grocery store. For the record, it was just for our regular grocery shop for the weekend. It wasn't for anything crazy. Um, but uh, my kids did want to get some soup as their school was canceled as of today. And closed until April 10th, which smart. For the record, that's really that's smart. About four weeks from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but 
uh, they were like, oh, we should get some SpaghettiOs. It's kind of a treat for them to get SpaghettiOs. And the SpaghettiOs were all sold out. So now I'm starting to understand why those same people might also need lots of toilet paper. Yeah, I went to – or actually my wife ran out because I realized um, despite her claims, we were all out of split peas. Um, <laughs> so I realized we're out of split peas, and she said, I'm willing to brave the supermarkets. I said, okay, go get some split peas. Yeah, so she your sent your goodbyes me a and sent her off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a gun, you know, take some cash, <laughs> take some extra gas can. So, no, she sent me a picture of the aisles just empty, and she said there's no split peas anywhere. Oh, my. And I just hope all these people that just don't keep a regular amount of food in their house die from all the diabetes that they're consuming <laughs> or uh, from all the uh, starches and carbs that they're consuming to survive. Yeah. And I hope they, they die from that rather than coronavirus. Yeah, that's a you know that's a really mean thing to say, Manny. It's also really mean to um, be so stupid in this world, like everyone else is. <laughs> it's disrespectful to the rest of us whose IQ is at least a hundred. It's disrespectful for the person that just needs a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I thought about having uh, an IQ slash anxiety disorder check in booth at the cash out register, and I would just flag down people who had like, you know, thirty cases of water when water is not a contaminant yeah i think that you would probably be very busy yeah Mm -hmm. yep and also (laughs) um you did point out the irony um the fear of catching it um but all these people that are afraid of catching it quickly flocked to the biggest area where people are congregating at the grocery store (laughs) in close quarters touching everything that's smart. Yeah, exactly. Standing <laughs> in lines it. of 10, 20. <laughs> yeah, got to gotta be safe, you know? Yep. <laughs> Continuously asking if they have hand sanitizer when they're clearly out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, you know, as we're looking to uh, stay safe and stay healthy, um, I, I think people should just remember anyone with the guns can just come take all your toilet paper and pasta whenever they want. That's that's a valid point. I just look at it. They're doing all the shopping for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come knocking. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I don't know that uh, the people that are needing all the toilet paper and pasta are, all, are also gun owners. I don't think so. No. I don't think nope. so either. Um, but, hey, we did choose, I mean, for, you know, for the, a night such as this, to pick up some Corona or double Corona cigars. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so I personally chose the Brick House Connecticut Double Corona. The Brick House Connecticut Double Corona for Chase. Yes, sir. I'm smoking the Brick House Double Corona, the regular. Not one, Connecticut, but is. yeah, just the Brick House. Right, not the Connecticut one. Yeah, which is also a delicious cigar. Well, and part of our approach was like if we smoke the same cigar, we run the chance that maybe it's a different strain <laughs> and we got the kind of strain wrong when we're trying yeah, to vaccinate we, ourselves. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that we didn't both go down so we could continue this podcast for our listeners. Right. So I've got the the Nicaraguan and you've got the Connecticut. Yes, that's correct. Hey, uh, speaking of our listeners, um, something pretty amazing happened. I feel like it was just like a dream come true. I... I I, I think I know where you're going with this. Please proceed. I'm overjoyed. Yeah, so we did get our first ever comment on Apple Podcast. 
You guys I don't know how special this is. And, this is, and wow. you know, we've it's, been it's begging what, for it. And it's what we've always wanted. Because um, we're not going to acknowledge if there's any positive comments. Yeah. No, we're not. Only negative comments. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to leave a positive comment, but we'll probably just have it taken down. Don't <laughs> care. <laughs> um. Yeah, so hey, I'm going to I'm going to dive into this, all right? This is uh it. It, it's titled Too Many Foreigners. Um, oh. I think for the record, in case you're listening in for the first time, um that's that's not our motto. <laughs> but a gentleman who reviewed a, a smoke shop up in uh up in Rochester. So just for the record, um that's where that's coming from. Uh but anyways, this was uh, posted last Monday by Benno Benope 1. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. Um, but his comment says, listen for the first time today. By the way, this is three stars he gave us. So I feel like it's still a little too positive. Yeah. Um, but listen for the first time today. They said they wanted negative reviews. So I'll start with what I didn't like. They didn't mention anything about science or the issue of global warming that is ravaging Mother Earth. I was picking up a bit too much sexual tension between the hosts. And his last comment was, I'm more of a connoisseur of fine, exotic meats. Um, I do have to mention for this, for this poster, since Manny does always point out to me my grammar issues, um, but it does say, I was more of a connoisseur if fine, exotic meats, and they really didn't touch on that enough. So hey, That's anyways, true. it says the pros. The trumpet was heartwarming. My trumpet was heartwarming? Yeah. Hey, you know what? That little, <laughs> that positive thing at the end, I don't appreciate. Yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate that at all. Some, some could say, even say that the second comment was also, was also a compliment. I, I'm not going to comment on the sexual tension. No. First time for you, huh? <laughs> that I'm not going to comment? On the sexual tension specifically. Right, right. Yeah. Well, people don't know. We're just recording. We're recording. <laughs> We're also we're doing just, that, yes. We're just recording a nude Skype session. <laughs> um, well, I think we've touched on this before, but I don't know who you're recording that with because I'm fully clothed. Oh, oh yeah. I no. thought it was all that hair on your body. No, you must be looking at a picture of Chewy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, we really do appreciate this. Um, like wholeheartedly. Thank you for this review. Made my month. comments. Mr. What's that? Mr. Benup or whatever your name is, whoever Benup you are, one, whoever you are, yeah, my hats off to you. Well, my hats. So, congratulations, on, but yeah, congratulations. Being the first to come. I mean, we've had a couple people share their. Uh, I don't know if you say opinion on Instagram, but this is the first real negative feedback, and I like it. I think the only feedback we've had prior to this was people having diarrhea of the mouth and sending a uh, a private message to us that made no sense. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been a couple people that made sense in a private message, so don't you don't don't put them all down. Just because I'm putting them all fool. down, you all suck. <laughs> oh, how's your, how's your cigar so far, there, Manny? You know what? My my brick house that I'm smoking here it surprised me. I don't think I've had one of their regular line of cigars, and it's really sweet. Um, especially like when it first lit up, I've ashed it once so far. Um, do you have the measurements on this size of cigar? Um, oh, you know, you caught me off guard. Let me pull it up here, Manny. Oh, 
well, anyway, it's a really sweet smoke so far. Um, it's really not that strong. It's probably a mild to medium-bodied cigar so far. Yeah. Um, it is not a medium or medium to full, in my opinion. I taste raisins, perhaps a little vanilla. You know, it's a good cigar so far. Yeah, so that, that length is six and a quarter inches by 46 ring gauge. Um, it is the Corona Larga, which is the double Corona, although this gentleman put that it is a Longsdale, which I, maybe it also fits the description of a Longsdale. Yeah, and typically, for those who don't know, a, a regular Corona cigar is pretty small. Um, it's usually maybe like a 42 ring gauge by four and a half to five and a half inches. Yeah, this is a little bit bigger than that. Hence the double Corona. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I actually, uh, I mean, I've seen Brickhouse all over the place, I feel like, for years. And I never once thought, I don't know, they just were always cheap and plain looking. And uh, I always saw, like, ridiculous deals online for them. So I always kind of thought they were probably a garbage cigar. And I got um, sent to me for free because of a mix-up in an order from Cigar International, a box of Brickhouse Fumas. Um, and they were delicious. And I think on the website, like if you bought a box, even if I bought a box of them, they came out to like three bucks a cigar, you know, but they were delicious. I loved them. So the next one I had purchased was a Connecticut, which is the one I'm smoking, um, was also delicious. So I started getting a little bit more into them. So I've, I've smoked the one that you're smoking there. I smoked the Connecticut and I've smoked the Fumas. How's and that, uh, Connecticut so far? It's good, man. It's good. It's, uh, it's not sweet like you're describing yours to be. Um, it's definitely a little like drier, um, smooth. I mean, it's a very smooth cigar. So mine is a, it is like I said, the Brickhouse Connecticut. Um, it is Nicaraguan filler. The binder is Connecticut broadleaf, and the wrapper is Connecticut shade. So I'm also going double Connecticut there too. Ooh, okay, okay. So you're trying to get Lyme disease? Yeah, I'm trying to put them together. Did you? So hey, just real quick. You listen to that Joe Rogan episode with that uh, Michael Osterim or whatever his name is? I did not hear the – I didn't listen to the entire episode, but I listened to probably about half of it. So he gets into a bunch about coronavirus, yeah. um, which hopefully we're all panicking right now about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I am, clearly. Yeah, clearly. I've quarantined myself here in front of the cigar. I'm self-quarantined in the bar 40, for the evening, 45-minute quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> um, he talked about Lyme, Lyme's disease, and you know how it's always been speculated that it originated on the East Coast? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, well, he was talking about how they believe it actually started in Wisconsin. Really? Mm-hmm. And they moved deer populations down to the East Coast, you know, Connecticut, New York area, to populate deer many years ago. And you'll he, he was saying you'll find Lyme disease along the travel corridor that they moved the deer from Wisconsin directly to the East Coast in that New England area. So is there um, also Lyme disease in Wisconsin in that area? Yep, yep. Oh. Interesting. It is interesting. I wonder what about... Just the, I mean, it's not because it's not just Connecticut, Connecticut, Rhode Island, like, uh, you know, Massachusetts, New York, Massachusetts. Yep. I wonder what it is about that area, though, that it just does so well. Because I remember you telling me 
that your wife was sick at one point shortly after you guys had moved to Rochester, and she went to the doctors and kind of said, "This could is could this be Lyme disease?" And they almost laughed at her. Yeah, they're like, "Ah, oh, that's that's silly. What are you bloodletting?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, to the point that it's almost unheard of, only just several hours away from that area. So, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not a disease detective, as that man uh, said, referred to himself as. But I Is wonder that if there's something said? to that. Yeah, he did. He did uh, describe himself as a disease detective when he introduced himself. Yeah, I know some guys that claim to be disease detectives, but they've been fooled. Yeah, we see them mm-hmm. on Facebook, <laughs> especially right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few of those people. Um, yeah. I did not get my opportunity. I was waiting to see someone carrying like a whole bunch of toilet paper and bleach, and I was going to yell out, hey, taco night, huh? <laughs> but I never got my opportunity. No. <laughs> Just because I avoided all uh, grocery stores today. Well, that's all right. The Wegmans you were in was probably uh, was probably all white anyway. <laughs> Well, one of the people who tested positive was an employee at Wegmans. Oh, so there the you Wegmans go. Coronavirus, I think, is what it's going to be called now. Am I allowed to say that? Um, yeah. Danny Wegman yeah. is a sponsor of coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've heard. So I do have. I mean, we. You know, is it really even appropriate for us to be joking about this deadly disease right now? I mean, I don't know that we typically worry about, I mean, I guess sometimes we do, but no, I mean, just average appropriateness, I don't think we worry about. So, I mean, of course we can joke about it. Right. It's, yeah. Why even it's ask the only that way to get through such hard times, you know? Yeah. Do you think you're going to recover well by being sad? No. No. Laughter is the best medicine. It is. Specifically with coronavirus. <laughs> yes. That's been proven. <laughs> yep. Just now. I don't have it, and I'm laughing. Hey, so. exactly. I haven't contracted it yet, and I've been <laughs> laughing about it the whole time. <laughs> what, you're saying you've got some funny, uh, some funny things to joke about here, Manny? Um, well, it depends. You know, you know, if you or a loved one has been stricken by the coronavirus, sorry. But yeah. I have some articles that might help shed some light on the information. Would it be helpful for me to read some? I think it, I would think it would be very helpful. Yeah, is this like kind of like hot, like off the press news? Yeah, a lot of it is. Uh, you know, p- uh, I'm part of a couple teams that try and get the most up to date information mm. about the virus and how it yeah. spreads. And so, so I have some stuff here that might be worth reading. I hope everyone pays attention. No, I will be paying attention. All right. <coughs> First article. Notes. All right. First article is. <laughs> I'm gonna save that one for the end. All right. CDC warns public of mutating coronavirus. That's the headline. Uh Uh-oh. The article is only one sentence long. You ready? I'm ready for it. New data show that the virus, COVID-19, has become so advanced that it could now mutate into anything or anyone, even someone you trust. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) What, uh, is that CNN? Uh... It's the onion. Oh, so I mean, in Iran, that would be reputable uh, news right there. <laughs> yes, apparently uh, the Iranian <laughs> news agency was fooled by the onion. And let me read you this article from the Daily Beast. Yeah. It says, well, that's embarrassing. Iran's official 
Fars. Wait, 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 wait. For the record, the onion is satire. What Manny's about to read is not. No, it's not. It's the mo- you, it's the most up to date information. Unfortunately, it is not satire. It, <laughs> hold on, listen. So the, this article says Iranian news agency fooled by the onion. Well, that's embarrassing. Iran's official Fars news agency ran a surprising story on its website website Friday about a Gallup poll in which 77% of rural white Americans said they'd rather go to a baseball game or have a drink with Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad than with U.S. President... Oh, this was older. Than with U.S. President Barack Obama. (laughs) Additionally, the same poll revealed that 60% of rural whites said they at least respected that Ahmadinejad doesn't hide the fact that he's Muslim. Oh, my gosh. The problem with all this, the poll wasn't real. It was part of a fake story published by the satirical website, The Onion. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That guy's hand was chopped off for that. We got to use our time wisely and spread good information about this pandemic before it's too late. Let me read you this one. Yeah. All right. Panic World Health Organization officials not sure how to respond after coronavirus brings 12 people back to life. All right. Acknowledging they were taken aback by the latest development in the global epidemic, panicked World Health Organization officials were reportedly unsure how to respond Tuesday after the coronavirus brought 12 people back to life. Quote, uh, okay, so COVID-19 remains a very grave health concern, but we have to admit that that the disease returning a dozen people from from the dead is a definite upside said World, <laughs> World Health Organization Director or General Tedros Adhanom, urging citizens to practice good hygiene in an effort to stop the transmission of the pathogen, unless they have recently deceased loved ones, in which case it might make sense to encourage the spread. <laughs> if you have recently traveled to an infected area, we urge you to stay quarantined within morgues and graveyards in the hopes that your disease will bring some people back. As a reminder, the elderly and infirm are particularly at risk of coronavirus, so please exercise caution unless you're already suffering from a terminal disease, in which case, I guess, do your best to contract the virus. Maybe? I don't know. The one, This one's a real head-scratcher. Adenam added that a potential response had been further complicated by reports that the 12 afflicted individuals had gained super strength and were capable of running hundreds of miles without getting tired. <laughs> it's almost the opposite effects. Apparently. So it might when be a really great thing. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends if you actually want, if, you know, if there's people that you'd rather not come back, then maybe avoid it altogether. Yeah. 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 I think that it is important to mention, Manny, that I think there are people who are maybe sensitive to the fact that, uh, you know, there's people making jokes about this. And obviously that was a joke and you're reading from satire, but, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess my best word of advice for those people would be get over it. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Just grow up. Like <laughs> be a better person. Yeah. Just, just laugh a little bit. You know, you're no fun to be around. No. So next time someone makes a maybe an appropriate joke about a maybe big time virus that we have to worry about, then you just, you know what? Laugh with them. Yeah, hand them a Corona. Say, yeah. lighten up. Yeah, give them a fist bump or elbow bump and say, good job, right. buddy. Yeah, don't <laughs> shake hands, whatever you do. <laughs> oh. All right. 
I have one more uh, public service announcement article. Mm. Now, this one's long, but it, it's it's probably my favorite story about the coronavirus so far. Other than all the deaths, that's pretty cool. But <laughs> this article is actually from a local paper that you and I uh, used to read all the time, the Norwalk Hour. Oh, so this is a real article here. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Throw it down. Connecticut Beverage Company makes coronavirus soda. A lot of jokes have been circulating around about coronavirus and corona beer, but now there really is a beverage made for COVID-19. Avery Avery Soda in New Britain, Connecticut, launched their new flavor, Coronavirus Cocktail, this past weekend. This may seem unconventional, but General Manager Robert Metz said this is something they often do with topical news events. In years past, they've put out, quote, swine flu tonic. Oh, wow. Also, so long, Osama, <laughs> and deflated ball brew. Oh, that's good. And last week, they created a soda for each presidential candidate. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have some reservations about making coronavirus cocktail after a customer suggested it. He says, we said this one might be a little edgy, even for us. We talked it over and decided to do it kind of low-key and put it out there, he said. But when two healthcare professionals came in and found the soda amusing, the company decided to post it on Facebook, and it has been a success. The post has 858 shares and over 200 comments. Mostly wow. positive. Mostly. I, see, I wish that they would just read the negative ones. What a loser. Why would you want positive comments? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Get over yourself, man. Come on. Humble need yourself. All that, need all that validation and affirmation. Uh, I don't know if they still make it, but do you remember Jones's Soda Company? Oh yeah, I still see Jones's soda all over the place. All right. I feel like I haven't seen it in a while, but they—I uh, remember when they came out with the Thanksgiving dinner line of soda. Ugh! And there was a turkey and gravy flavored one. There was a green bean <laughs> casserole flavored one. Um, there was mashed potatoes and gravy, and then there was—I forget what the other ones were, but they were pretty—they were pretty gross. I do wonder: does it does it talk about the flavor of the coronavirus soda? Uh, I can keep or reading. Coronavirus cocktail. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the owner said, when brainstorming the flavor, they decided to start with a lime based as an ode to Corona beer. They settled on lime and orange as the final flavor. Nice. As of now, the soda is only available at the shop in New Britain and is limited to one six pack per customer because they are currently <laughs> printing the label in house. But Metz said they have ordered labels and hope to expand availability to local shops next week. While coronavirus. Uh, wow, that might be a symptom. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, where was I? While coronavirus cocktail may sound unappetizing, Avery Soda is not afraid of grossing people out. In fact, their totally gross soda line features flavors like bug barf, dog drool, and monster mucus. Wow. Which accounts for about 90% of their sales. And the line of sodas elementary school students. <laughs> <laughs> the line of sodas is inspired by the company's make your own soda program in which kids can come in and experiment with soda flavors. Some of the kids said Mets like to mix a bunch of different ones together to create a totally gross flavor. Oh yeah. Hold on. 
<laughs> Metz said, despite sounding gross, coronavirus cocktail won't be part of this line because it's a temporary flavor. We hope it doesn't stick around too long. <laughs> Metz recognizes that the coronavirus soda may be a little insensitive on some levels, but the goal is to provide a little comic relief. <laughs> We live in a really stressful world these days, and if you can't have a laugh every once in a while, you're just going to go crazy. We think you just need a little levity, he said. It's definitely a serious topic, and we don't discount that, but I think everyone just needs a little break from all the seriousness. (laughs) I would agree. I do have... Sorry, I was just looking for something. I was, uh, I, I was going to say, do you want me to read the four things you should know about coronavirus that you wanted to put out there? <laughs> I think that uh, I, I, I'm not going to take responsibility for all of these things. All right. So our suggestions are uh, three – I'm sorry, four things, four steps that you should follow. One, avoid kissing old people. Yes. Especially if they're not American. Well, that, that, just so you know, that was not my suggestion. Two, as an adult, stop picking your damn nose. <laughs> three. Sticking your, and sticking your hands in your mouth. Three. Excuse me. Three. <laughs> no butt stuff. Not only is it sinful, we also don't know how the disease is being transmitted. Four. Buy up as much Corona beer as possible, not bleach. <laughs> that's it that's all you need to know oh that's it that's all these other things you can throw them out cdc doesn't even know what they're talking about yeah plus you know it's it's all a conspiracy theory you know that, <laughs> that that's what i've heard actually I've, I've i've heard that from quite a few people now um i've I heard that say, there are sorry go ahead i was just gonna say the theory i heard was that uh it's a conspiracy theory um started by the millennial generation to kill off the oldest generation so that they can continue to receive free money um, from Social Security when they retire. Wow. Because they're so entitled as millennials yeah. that they can't go without earning their own money. That was that was a baby boomer that came up with that one. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it was some some 50-something with their, uh, with their 20-somethings living in their basement still. You just want me dead! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my favorite theory, or my favorite conspiracy theory, excuse me, is that somehow uh, this is some type of stunt um, to steer the election coming up in November. And I feel like that you've got to be a special kind of someone to believe that the entire world has decided to plot against (laughs) Donald Trump. Hey, hey, don't forget, don't forget this, a score of 100 points on your IQ test is average. That means half of the population is below 100. Just don't forget, just just keep that in mind. Yeah, I know we've talked about this before, Manny, but I don't know that, I don't know that that has anything to do with anything. I think that you'd be surprised with how many people with a high IQ are freaking out about this. No comment. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it is getting pretty interesting around here. Like I mentioned before, our kids' school is closed for four weeks. Uh, Mind you, we also live in the D.C. area. So typically when there's school closures, the fun thing to do would be go to the museum, go to the movie theater, 
go to the mall. <laughs> Everything that apparently we're not going to be allowed to do. So it will be very interesting to find. I mean, they've, I mean, obviously at this point, anyone who cares probably knows that they've suspended, um, they've, they've suspended the NBA, they suspended the NHL, MLB is all suspended. All kids' extracurricular sports activities are suspended. Um, so it is kind of like, all right, well, what are we going to do for the next four weeks? <laughs> yeah, now all these deadbeat parents surrounding the D.C. area that hire all these nannies to care for their kids are going to have to be home with their kids. What are they yeah. going to do? <laughs> CPS is going to be overrun with calls of abuse and oh, neglect. The sales of iPads is going to skyrocket. <laughs> yeah, they've never had to care for their children before. <laughs> Family therapy do? is going to have wait lists six months long. <laughs> I heard a story just today about someone who is a caretaker for a couple who are both teachers and uh, they have both been off the job for the past week and this person has still been taking care of their children full time um, while the parents just do whatever they want at home or out and about. (laughs) You know what, dude? Hey, listen, there is no harder job in the world than being a teacher. That's right. Especially a teacher out of work at home. (laughs) While still making their salary. Still making money for free. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I mean, come on. We might have some teachers as listeners here. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to offend coronavirus victims and teachers. No, you're right. I'm just just being silly. I mean, really, the the hardest job in the world is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Says Oprah. We we all know that. Who also has the hardest job in the world. It is hard to care for your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Frustrating, yes. Look, I'm not going to knock anyone for being a stay-at-home parent. If that's where you feel like your calling is, and you feel like that's where you want to be, go for it. You know? Aim for the sky. But I did it for a little while. That's right. And it was awesome. <laughs> I was... I was... Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember so you when you... Than- Framing a house in the middle of January off the Long Island Sound. (laughs) Or roofing a house in 100-degree weather for two weeks straight. It was was slightly better than those two things. No, Chase. A (laughs) stay-at-home parent is the hardest job in the world. Look, I'll say this. I enjoy hanging out with my kids. I enjoy playing with my kids. I could see that if you just don't like your kids, it could be the hardest job in the world. (laughs) But I enjoy my kids' company. Once again, no judgment. This cigar is getting funky on me. Uh oh. Is it contaminated? I think so. My throat's starting to itch. (laughs) Hey, speaking of which, I did want to touch on, I think, a kind of an important subject here. Yeah, let's let's bring it down. Yeah, I was looking at symptoms of coronavirus. And uh I'm a little worried. First symptom is runny nose. Second symptom is sore throat. Third is cough. There's fever and difficulty breathing. I feel are you having, like... Are you having any of those? I feel like right now, since I've lit the cigar, I've got four of those five symptoms. Dude, you're right. I kind of feel like a tickle in my throat now that mm-hmm. I've lit this cigar. Yeah. That could be the retro though. I know that's I rough go- for you. I should go to the drive-thru testing right now. <laughs> I didn't tell you this, Manny, but maybe it's good that I'm saving it for the air. 
um, I was talking to a friend of ours who is also a listener. And he said that one of the most entertaining, he said there's two of the most entertaining things for him in listening to our podcast is one, how you almost never listen to me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> What's that? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> and second, he said he laughs hysterically every time you try to retrohale. Oh, I can't do it. So I think, Here, I think for that listener, you should try right now. All right. Let me get, let me get some smoke going. Okay. I think I did I think I did it the right way that time. <laughs> I didn't choke. Congratulations. It's the first time for everything. I don't like the taste though. No? Not off this one, no. Kind of t- tastes like plasticky. So you're saying your cigar is kinda going downhill. Well, it it's starting to get soft. Um, and I'm only about halfway through it, but already, I mean, like, just... You should be used to that experience. Hey. Hey. With your <laughs> cigars. You. <laughs> um, but no, like, if I pinch it right now, it's like, you know, like, when you get to the end of a cigar, it gets all soft. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not helping yourself here. Well, the wrapper's all full of veins, and no matter how much I stroke the veins, it's still staying soft. I don't know why you're... I, I mean, I personally am not having that problem, so I think you maybe mm-hmm. should go to the doctors. Can't <laughs> right now. for two things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's not getting soft. Mine's still good. Um, Strong say, performer. I mean, obviously this episode, we're kind of just BSing and goofing around a little bit. Not that we hey, don't I'm do that I'm taking this episode. seriously, man. But, uh, but I do feel like I need to bring it back to the cigar, because it is delicious. I mean, I bought the cigar for $6.40. I think that's kind of the average price for it, actually, what I've seen in the reviews. Um, but it's good. I mean, it's a smooth cigar. It's a little... Like, the flavor's not, like, as delicious as a lot of other Connecticut's that I've had. Um, I don't know the quality of the tobacco that they use. If It might be a little bit less. I mean, most Connecticut's that I'm smoking are Drew Estates. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's a really smooth, creamy cigar. Um, I'm pairing it with a Coca-Cola, as I have given up alcohol for lent um although i almost i almost broke that for the sake of having a corona with you so yeah that being said i personally don't believe pairing a soda is actually a pairing with a cigar i'm just drinking soda and it tastes like soda and doesn't do anything to help the cigar out (laughs) but yeah overall it's a good cigar i mean for the price you had the coronavirus soda to go with it Oh, that would have been, that would have been awesome. <clears throat> I would say so. So I am like halfway through, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to smoke it. Honestly, um, I I got I got my I paid seven something seven dollars something in Ooh, here in New York State, New York. I feel like it shouldn't be worth more than that. Yeah, it's not a bad cigar, but it's probably my least favorite of the ones we've tried on this podcast so far. Yeah. Um, definitely not bad. I would tell you if it's bad. It's just, it, it didn't last as long as I'd hoped. And it was really good when it started and it's like, okay now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, a, honestly, a smaller size might've been a better cigar in this, but, but this, this is my first brick house of, uh, of their regular line that I've ever had. So yeah. I'd have to give it another chance, you know? 
Yeah, and, and honestly, I mean, I can't speak for the specific one you're smoking, but every brick house that I've had, I feel like is a great beginner cigar too. So if you are like a beginner smoker trying to get into cigars, I mean, you can buy a box of these things for, I mean, literally like fifty something bucks online. And just I pass concur. Them out and, and yeah, if, that, if that's what you're going for, kind of trying to taste a couple different things and feel out the cigar, uh, you know, trying to figure out your palate. Um, they're good cigars. I mean, for the most part. I've never, I haven't had a bad experience like you're having right now. It's but, not uh, bad. I said it's not bad. Don't put words in my mouth. Well. Put other things in it. Thanks for that. Um, oh, you know what, Manny? I feel like you're letting loose a little bit more than normal. Are you, it's all this do you have corona, some fears? man. Do you have some fears that you're, uh, the, this might be our last episode? Um, I guess, yeah, because I won't want to. I won't want to record once I come back to life uh, from having getting gotten the coronavirus. <laughs> what What was that from? Was that another uh, Onion article? Oh, the one where yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Onion made up an article that it brought twelve people back to life. <laughs> I think my favorite. Well, maybe I should read now. I'll, I'll say it this way. I think my favorite thing about quote-unquote emergency like what we're having here with the coronavirus is like i typically don't go on facebook that often but i love going on facebook right now (laughs) like it's one of the most entertaining things i feel like i could do with my time now why is that chase i it's just so funny to see how people react and how people also feel the need to share how they react i'm not talking about anyone specific okay but there are some some specific people. <laughs> oh, that's that, great. Uh, yeah, that that share stuff, and I'm like, what are you even talking about? Yep there there's like friends of mine that I have the utmost respect for, and then I read what they feel like they need to send out to the world to make this a better place on Facebook, and I'm I'm embarrassed <laughs> for them, so I take screenshots and send them to all my other friends so we can all laugh at them. <laughs> Well, my stepbrother, whose birthday is today, shout out. Um, oh! But uh, he did post tonight um, that he is in celebration of his birthday. He is planning a quarantine party tomorrow night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So there's some people that that's, you know, that's how they take on the world. Is hey, let's party it. Um, other people stuck up on <laughs> a truckload of toilet paper and bleach. Um, and some, some people... people Get guns. Yeah, some people. Some people get... Is that actually a thing that people are doing right now? No, I don't... I think it's such a panic that people aren't going through the process of acquiring firearms. Yeah. But if you already had them, you're already a step ahead. That's right. You're a step ahead from everyone else loses their mind and their water goes bad. Yeah. Apparently, people are buying up a bunch of bottled water. Yep. Which is not a source of contamination. Yeah, it's so it's sold out everywhere around us. So that's funny. Yeah, things that are sold out here. Bottled water. You know, someone made the comment today. They went to Wegmans <laughs> mistakenly to try and get lunch during the workday today. Yeah. And they said, first of all, there was nothing there. Um, people had raided the whole place. And are even, they even doing like the hot plate food? Uh, well, they had some of that, but, you know, do you really want to eat food that people have been coughing and breathing <laughs> on all day? 
<laughs> if it's anyway, Wegmans, yeah. They, they had, the, the, she was like, well, I'm going to go buy some soup. So she went to the soup aisle. Every single can of soup was sold out. Oh, gosh. The most remarkable part of that story to me was that people actually bought Manhattan clam chowder. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Manhattan clam chowder? Yes. You ever have Manhattan clam chowder? <laughs> yeah, once. It's disgusting. <laughs> no one likes Manhattan clam chowder. There's no point to that. Well, put enough oyster crackers in it and you'll be good. No way. It's like SpaghettiOs with chewy clams thrown in and extra water <laughs> to make it nice and watery for you. Yeah, so my experience in the grocery store this morning... Um, I did my rationale was that they had just announced at like 11.45 last night that our county schools were going to be closed. They didn't announce that they were going to be closed for four weeks, but they announced they were going to be closed today and Monday um, as they were figuring all of this out. So 7 o'clock, my kids were already awake. I was responsible for them today as my wife had some meetings. And uh, so I was like, let's go to the grocery store now because we need actual groceries before everything gets crazy. So 7 o'clock, 7.15 in the morning, right, on a Friday. Mind you, there's no one in there, so people have already bought all this stuff out. But waters were gone. Toilet paper was gone. And it wasn't, we weren't even looking for those things. It was just fun to walk down the aisles and my 10-year-old laugh. I mean, I can't, he probably said like 10 different times, people are crazy. <laughs> He's not wrong. Nope, but uh, SpaghettiOs were definitely gone. Most of the soups were gone. Um, one thing that I found, uh, well, there's a lot of pasta gone. Um, but one thing that I thought was very interesting is that there is plenty of produce. There are plenty of fresh meats, <laughs> huh. like plenty of things that like, you know, you actually need to survive. <laughs> huh. We're just piled up. Not just pasta and rice and bleach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then toilet get... paper to clean up all your diarrhea after <laughs> having a terrible diet. <laughs> I hope they all get diabetes, I'm telling you. Yeah, even all the ramen was sold out. And that's one of my boys' things if they have a day off of school, is they like to get some ramen. And, you know, we spruce it up, put some spam in it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but all, almost all the ramen was sold out. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Like, everyone's just going to go and skyrocket their cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I think it's important to mention that everything that Italy is going through right now their grocery stores are still open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, the grocery stores here are not closing. Nope. There's no. Yeah. There's no evidence whatsoever that they will be. They're they're still restocking and cleaning nightly all the shelves. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. It is. Well, my response is to smoke a cigar, and just get my regular groceries, which none of which were affected by the crazy stuff people are buying right now. Honestly, probably the smartest thing you can do. Yep. Just go about my life. Right. Yeah, go about my life with my hands out of my nose and my mouth. It's my life. <laughs> well, Manny, I, I do feel a little a little discouraged that you were not enjoying the cigar now. Yeah, I put my it thought down. was that if we did enjoy these cigars, I had a really good idea for the next episode. Which was? <laughs> It's going to be horrible. I last, I guess two years ago for Christmas, Manny knows this, but I'm saying this for anyone who's listening. Oh. Um, I, w I was gifted um, a roll-your-own-cigar kit for beginners. And <laughs> so they give you your own blend. Um, or they give you whatever blend is like part of the kit. Like you don't pick the blend. Uh, so, you know, I just rolled whatever they recommended. 
Um, I thought I got pretty good after rolling like about, I don't know, 15 cigars um, until I smoked it. <laughs> it was probably one of the nastiest tasting cigars I've ever had in my life. But we both have those. And I'm wondering, Manny, because you've also tried one. I'm wondering if they've gotten better with time. I don't know, man. I did <laughs> I did try one of those, and uh, I didn't get very far. I'll try it again. I'll try one of your home home rolled cigars again. Yeah, well, I was thinking that we could do that, but I mean, since since this might have been not the best cigar experience for you, we might have to crank it up with something good. You thinking like a Pappy's barrel aged? Oh, I don't know if I have one of those. Or a CAO Brasilia, or I'm sorry, not Brasilia, the CAO uh, Amazon. Basin. Yeah, that could be good. That could be good. Got some good cigars yet to go through before we're allowed to go back into public. It's <laughs> a good point. Let's see. I probably I probably have uh, maybe thirty to forty cigars, like good cigars. Yeah, Last me a good week. Liga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plenty of Liga, but uh, but I'll have to figure it out from there. I've got some other stuff. I mean, you know, like like tonight, we don't have to be smoking the same cigar, but it's fun too. Yeah, this is America. We do what That's we right. want. That's right. We do what we want, except for meeting uh, groups of more than 250 people. Uh, for here, it's any more than 50 people. Oh, really? It's automatically canceled if it's more than 50 people, yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, it's a new new day, you know? A new era after humans yeah. are wiped out. Yeah. It'll be like Lord of the Flies, because apparently kids don't really get it, so it's just going to kill everyone else, and it'll just be little kids running the earth. <laughs> oh, you'll appreciate this, and I'm sorry if this person is listening at all, because I'm going to blow up your spot. I won't say who you are, but I was talking to a friend of mine who is very, what's her very name misinformed. Will you say what's her name rhyme with? <laughs> what's their name rhyme with? <laughs> um, Silly. Silly. All right. So the person's name is Silly. Okay. Yep. Yep. Let's call him Silly. Okay. Uh, but it was really fun to talk to him, catch up with him, and then him give all of his facts that weren't even like misinformed. They were just kind of made up <laughs> about coronavirus and who gets What'd he it say? And how many. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. What'd he say? Um, he did talk about how smart it was to cancel school since kids are the most affected by this. <laughs> and then, I, you know, obviously, I didn't get into it. Um, and there was a, yeah, it was just, I mean, talking about the amount of cases and like how bad it is and how many people are probably going to die from it. And uh, so yeah, anyways, it was a fun, I kind of just sat back and enjoyed it. I didn't correct. I didn't inform. I just was entertained. You were just doing good listening like I do. Yeah. What? You know, I, I'll just have to start doing better active listening and giving you verbal feedback so that you know that I'm paying attention. Here, watch. Tell me an entertaining story. Go. You can't put me on the spot like that. Yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> see, see, Manny, I know that you actually aren't listening yeah. when you're doing that. Yeah. Uh-huh. See? Th- those, those verbal cues let you know that I'm listening. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, Manny, this has been a treat in this yeah. dark, dark time. Uh-huh. 
I feel like, you know, this yep. is the last cigar I smoke. I made yep. a mistake. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, apparently, uh, the the virus can lay dormant for several months before becoming active. So you might have some more time to smoke one more cigar. <laughs> oh, is that is that your new information on the cigar? On the, not on the cigar. On the uh, coronavirus? Yep. It can lay dormant for months, sometimes years. <laughs> Before it rears its ugly head. Yes. <laughs> well, I put my cigar down. I didn't make it to the band. I, I'm not disappointed because it didn't cost a ton of money. Um, but uh, I would not raise the price on that cigar yet. Would you buy it again? <clears throat> probably. I would try it again. But I'm inclined to say probably not. Like you try it again just to give it another shot. Yeah, I would try it again to give it another shot. Um, but I probably like I didn't like it enough to go buy another one. Yeah, I hear you. There are other cigars that I can pay that much money for that I think are better cigars that taste actually similar and better. Like the Brickhouse Connecticut. Uh, never had it. Uh, yes, you have. Yes, I have. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't expect you to remember every cigar I give you. Thanks. You're very generous. Yeah. I mean, I would lose count. Yeah, because you can only count up to three. <laughs> Nick, I, dude, I've gotten up to six before. It's true. Too bad I cut off three of my fingers. <laughs> I hate you. Are you ready? <laughs> I, mean, I think everyone is. Are you ready to... Uh make like pharaoh and let these poor people go wow <laughs> you like that <laughs> hey speaking of plagues oh. <laughs> i'm ready to make like coronavirus and spread ew <laughs> that didn't come out as i as i meant no, it, so it, I it did not <laughs> making like a corona well, and bending over i think i think that it's time to call this see that brown corona shining bright All right, ready? Well, hey, if you're still here, thanks for tuning in to all of this nonsense. We really we really don't appreciate you. Save <laughs> so, yourselves. You know, so please, yeah, leave a horrible comment and never listen again. Good night. Peace.